but are you God? I made mistakes, but don't mistake me. I owe you no apology. You can take it or continue to hate me. I refuse to say sorry for growing. That's for certain. I've been doing some soul searching. I found that I'm going to sell my black boy joy 24-7. I'm that kind of merchant. Only me and God will have a hand on my final curtain. So I ask, are you God? They say every saint has a past and every sinner a future. The difference between the two is a sinner doesn't know a future he has in store. Yet a saint can have a past he can choose to ignore. Let him who's without sin cast that first stone. Yet there you are sitting comfortably on your glass throne aimed at the other side of residences to which you used to reside. You're firing judgment at others. What happens when the barrel comes back pointing at you? Are you sure you're bulletproof? Let's be real. Let's look at the sins we do and the sins we don't. The commandments we will follow and the ones we won't. It's crazy what we commit to and condemn others that don't. See, we only judge others on the sins we decide to abide. Stand and say you're perfect and I promise you have just stood and lied. I preach the proof that there was a purpose without perfection. But pretty words don't always constitute our direction. So when God tells me to be a light, consider the way I walk the message. See, I'd rather them see me basking in the light than to flash it in their faces. Invite them to come inside, but allow them to walk at their own paces. Stuffing pages of scripture down their throats. We mistaken suffocation for education. So sit down, little believer. Be humble. In life, you don't always play the ref. You'd rather throw a flag and help pick up those who fumble. Watch your tone. Non-believers are not the other team if we all perceive heaven as the end zone. Your left hand should know the good deeds of your right. Yet there you are so quick to applause for yourself. They have no choice but to converse in the matter of your self-gratification. Yet there is cause for celebration. Is that you're giving me new insights to what it means to be a Christian. See, it was hard for me to say it, but I had to face it. Even I can be a little facetious. I can taste it in this cup of cold misery I made. I pass it around because I want us all going down drinking the Kool-Aid. That's preposterous. I'm just saying that in a room full of sinners, I don't feel any more superior. But there are some who can look in that mirror and see something greater than themselves, something different in their selves, as if they were programmed never to make an error, ever a mistake. See, I know I can be stacked with cadence and confidence, and some say I, mis I mistake that for pride, but I'm not too arrogant to know that they probably didn't lie. And that's something I can work on. But I know that when I'm in God's house, I can be king size and just a futon, but I'm someone that anybody going through anything can always lean on. Moral of the lesson, I'm so glad you found religion, but just know. Even at my lowest, I am still a godly man. No matter how high in the horse you are, you are no closer to God than where I stand. Jada Sage, thank you. Woo! Oh, all right. Okay, here we go. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Well, thank you for returning to Poetry on the Go with Ro. This is Rashonda. And on today's episode titled The Are You God? I have a special guest poet, Jay, and I am so happy to have you. I'm excited to have you. Um, I'll just have you Thank to, you. you're welcome to pretty much introduce yourself and let the listeners know who you are. All right. Well, first off, thank you for having me. Um, I actually met Ro not too long ago, one of my favorite venues, Sugars. So, um, you know, when she told me she was doing a show, I said, man, I'd love to hop on. Um, I actually just graduated, you know, got my uh, bachelor's degree. Right now, uh, one day I plan to go to med school, but until then, I just, you know, I'm focusing on my poetry career, um, something I just love doing. Poetry poetry's always been just that escape for me, you know, mm -hmm. just somewhere I can really just be myself on the stage and people just can hear me, have no choice to, you know what I mean? So that's great. It's yeah. like free therapy, you know? Okay. Um, 
But uh, yeah, this poem that I actually just did, I'm, I'm sorry, am I jumping the gun or did you ask me what the poem's about? I forgot. No, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. But yeah, that's what we would like to know, uh, what inspired this poem. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's no shade, but um, it was a particular person that inspired this poem, but the but I didn't write it just about that person. I, I, I branched out to the overall a negative image that Christians have and sadly that they built for them by themselves for mm -hmm. themselves you know so basically i'll start there um i had a friend and they just became a christian I mean, they they've been on and off with their path with god but mm -hmm. like like any good christian you know what i mean most yeah. christians we're not perfect you know we we stray then we get strong again in our faith and then we stray again you know what i mean we're not no one's perfect right and, um, we're humans it's just how we're designed so basically um they found their path again let's just say that Mm -hmm. And they were so quick to get on everybody else for the things that they weren't doing right. When just yesterday, they weren't doing it either. You know what I mean? So it's just all about the hypocrisy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that we are no better than anyone who isn't on that same path that we are on. That's basically yeah. what the poem's about. Um, and, you know, it's one thing to also talk about being a good Christian. It's nothing to do with too. Yeah. You know, and our job on this earth as Christians is to uh, be a light for others. We're never supposed to attack people. We're not supposed to go out there and judge people. We're not supposed to pick out every single flaw that everyone has. It's just not our job. Right. You know what I mean? So really, a lot of people, they, they think they call this a Christian poem, but really, no, it's a, it's a Christian audit. Really. It's a wake-up call. You know, It's all mm -hmm. about no one is greater than anybody else. You know, We are all people on this earth trying to do our thing the best way we all can. Exactly. And that's what this poem's about. Nice. You know? I love this poem. Um, I'm glad you performed it. I didn't think you would. I was gonna, I thought you might do a different poem, but this one is great because this is the poem. This is the reason why I came up to you in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought you wanted this one, so that's that's why I didn't do another one. <laughs> maybe, oh, okay. maybe another show. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah, I would love to have you back. So, um, well, yeah, that's awesome because. Um, uh, at Sugars when we met like um, on my vacation in Houston um, I feel like your poem stood out the most in like your performance as well um, the way you project your voice is amazing I was just like oh this is great <laughs> oh, thank you I really appreciate that you're and welcome it's funny you mentioned that because that first performance where we had met you know I didn't feel like I, I did good enough Actually, mm -hmm. I, I would say that I last night when I performed uh, at this place called The Garage, mm -hmm. I want to say definitely I came a lot harder like I wanted to, okay. um, you know, it, because when you when you had first seen it, that was like the first time I'd ever actually performed it live. I had literally just written, like finished writing it. I want to say two nights before. Okay. You know? So it, to me, that was still the prototype, still a working piece. But I'm, I'm glad it, you, you know, you connected with it. It made you feel something. That's what poetry is supposed to do. So. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. You're welcome. Well, that's cool. Um, I feel like, you know, that was the same concept for me with my poem. Um, even though I had written that poem um a while ago, I just never sat there to memorize it or anything. Yeah. So I had to <laughs> write it down on the paper that I, I gave still you. have it. <laughs> <laughs> you do <laughs> Nice. What did you end up doing with it? Because I was so nervous to give it to you. You know, the thing is, is you just never know who's going to be famous one day. Mm -hmm. And, you, let, you know, you pop out one day, you on some magazine cover. I'm like, <laughs> hey, I have uh, Roshan 
Roshana Maxwell original, okay, an original piece written the night she performed in Houston. So I, I'll have that. You know, I'll sell that for about, you know, half a million, but you never know. Nice. That's funny because you did say that to me, like, just in case uh, I become famous. And I was just like, that's the nicest thing for you to say, but I'm just like, what? What was it about that particular poem that made you feel like, or my, I don't know, my presentation made you feel like, oh, yeah, I, I want this paper? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for one thing, you know, it takes a lot for people who want to hop on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people don't have the drive. Yeah. But when I saw what you had written it on, I said, oh, yeah, she's got that tenacity. <laughs> she she wanted to be up here. She didn't make no excuses. She got up here by any means. <laughs> necessary and i was like yep uh, yeah i i because I, I resonated with that you know <laughs> do what you gotta do yeah <laughs> love to see it. absolutely you made it happen that's what matters yeah. uh, the poem itself you know hey that's something i can put on my wall it's a poem about hey get up black king you know yeah. you deserve the world type mess so i'm like yeah of course and i think i think anybody should be able to resonate with that i can put that in a, in a, in a um what do you call a you call a thing a picture frame yeah I'll frame it there you go <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> well that's cool i appreciate that um but yeah i was so nervous to give it to you because it was chicken scratch writing i was <laughs> i was writing so fast um because i was in a rush to get there so i was like damn um because i usually don't even read my poems i love to memorize it first mm -hmm. um so that i can focus more so on my performance um so i hated that i had to read it but it was so last minute my cousin was like yeah let's go and do it i was like okay <laughs> she wanted to see me perform so i was like okay so I, I know what to... you mean. Putting yeah. putting the phone away and really being able to enact and engage with the crowd um, definitely yeah definitely adds more volume to a piece. Absolutely, but you know you did well. You know even with even reading off the uh, binder cover, you did really <laughs> great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's awesome. So then, what's another poem of yours that's like your favorite that you've written? Okay. Now, personally, my favorites, my favorites don't ever get said because my favorites um, sacrifice the uh, stage performance element, mm. you know what I mean? Because I focus on the words. But I will say that a fan favorite, or I, I should say my, my friends and family like the most, um, I don't have any fans just yet, we'll work on that. But um, <laughs> I will say it's this one I call Standing Down. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I do. I used to, before I wrote this new one, I used to do that one everywhere I went, man. I felt like I was going on tour. I'd go open mics, to open mics, back to back, performing this one all over Houston. And I would definitely say this one resonates with the crowd more. It's, it's one of those, um, type poems where if it wasn't meant to be, you love them so much, you let them go. You know what I mean? And I feel like everybody's been in that type of situation, that type of pain, that type of hurt. Of course, mm -hmm. there's someone that you love so much and you just know it just wasn't meant to be and you, you know, they deserve better. And, you know, so you just let them go. That's, 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 that's what I love. I love doing. I like that one because I get pretty lyrical in it. You mm -hmm. know, I, I like to use a lot of uh, liter literary elements and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if you wanted me to do another poem in the same episode or that. how do you want to do that? <laughs> um, no, that's okay. I mean, sure. You can, you could, I can hear, listen to y'all. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> now, I, I got to ask you before I do this one. Um, what kind of what 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 can I not say on the on the podcast? What, <laughs> what kind of language? Oh. oh, you can say whatever works for you. Like, you know, like we can talk about anything. I can say anything. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 
I might get a little verbal on here, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, here we go, here we go. It's, it's, not, it's not too bad, it's not too bad. All right, okay. This poem is called Standing Down. Okay. If I never stood a chance, why did you never tell me to sit the fuck down? See, I stand for what I believe is right. That's why the weaker links in your life left. I desire to apply pressure, but my kind of pressure can only be applied with equal measure. And I'm usually bougie for cheap dates at home. I'm talking medium stakes on paper plates and gas station wine and styrofoam. But when it comes to you, it's not leisure you don't deserve. For you go any length because time I spend with you can never be measured. But then when I think of what I want, shoot, the cycle of you just begins again. I'm trapped in the repetition of your presence. I'm booked on a false definition that your desires take precedence. I want to know if I'm crazy. So retain me. My thoughts are running loose. Contain them. My brain had doubts, but for you, I slain them. I want to know if I'm cuffed or chain. Will you see me as a lasting impression or forever a stain? I just miss being the one you was close to and not just where I'm holding you. Our connection seemed like poetry itself with such powerful irony. There's so much chemistry in our literature. I could see our union written out in cursive, but you wanted it in italics. I wanted it in bold. The life in our lines are lyrics around the words we're so afraid to say to each other. So instead we just laugh. But every chuckle that escapes my breath, excuse me from saying how I truly feel. So as I exhale these lies, you breathe them in steadily smiling. But girl, your smile, girl, your smile is dangerous. There's not a thing in this world I wouldn't do to see the corner of your lips elevate. Your smile is the happy place in a storm where I meditate. I can describe your smile in a thousand words and never exaggerate, girl, your smile. Your smile is worth putting away my own. So I have no problem standing down if it means you can smile without me. I guess I got tired of you only asking me to come over when you're not sober. I wanted to call you the one, but you had trouble calling me your only. But you never had any problems calling me when you were lonely. It's a good thing that from birth, my father told me to know my worth. So for what it's worth, you'll never know what you did for somebody, son. I will always love our memories. I just can't believe I had to be one. Thank you, Jada Sage. Wow, I love it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was... I wrote that one in my fields. I can't lie to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do what's called a. I'm about to, you know, expose my secrets, man. I do a sauna session, man. I take a chair mm -hmm. and I'll put it in the bathroom, turn the shower on, and I just let that heat get to my brain. I just start flowing sometimes, you know. Really? Right. So that 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 was a sauna session poem. Absolutely. Nice. That's cool. That's. Mm -hmm. I think that's different because, um, for me, I. I, it's my bed. <laughs> I, just be, I just be laying in my bed, like with no phone, no TV, just laying there in the dark. Oh, almost oh yeah, I see that. You know, sometimes yeah. my best ideas come at 3 a.m., you know, just laying in bed, you yeah. know, just start flowing. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. awesome, though. The sauna thing, that sounds pretty soothing, yeah. though. But You know, a cool awesome. thing I like to tell people about this poem is in this poem, I'm, I'm talking, it sounds like I'm talking to a specific one. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? How... I'd give up everything, you know, just for her happiness and how I would just do anything for her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, like I, like I said, I said, when it comes to you, there's just no leisure you don't deserve. You go, I go any length because time I spend with you can never be measured. And then when I think of what I want, just what you want just keeps appearing up. You know what I mean? And basically it, it's really a message for all the people that spend so much of themselves for other people to just be careful. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just give up so much of ourselves for other people's happiness that we lose our own in the process. And the real cool thing about this poem is that this poem was actually several different poems that took the best parts of those and made it into one. And each of those different poems were all influenced or um, inspired by a different woman in my life. 
And it kind of shows that we're always fixated on the one. But the truth is, is that there's probably someone actually out there better for you. There's always going to be another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, old, that old saying is more fish in the sea. But the mm -hmm. truth is that there is a particular fish for you. I do believe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if something isn't right for you, you just got to keep pushing. You know, this poem made me realize that I cannot be fixated on, on this one person that isn't meant for me. You know, mm -hmm. and you just to get out of situations that you don't deserve. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why in the end I said talk about, you know, your worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know your worth. That's amazing. I feel the same way. I don't, well, I don't know if we'll go as deep as soulmates, but I feel like we have several of them. So okay. uh, I, I can see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All I'm trying to say is, is we always stay so fixated on someone that just wasn't meant for us. And we try to do whatever it takes to make it work. And you shouldn't have to make everything work. You know what I mean? Some things should just fit like puzzle pieces. Exactly. That is true. Mm hmm. Awesome. I put, I'm a firm believer in that too. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, um, what would you say, I guess, kind of got you started in poetry? How long have you been writing? When did you start? Okay. I would say as far as middle school. Okay. Um, I'm, when I'm 22, almost 23 now. So I don't know how old you are in middle school. I don't know. But um, I just graduated college. So you can tell it's a, it's a big time frame there. Yeah. I would say in middle school, I didn't even know I was really writing poetry. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I would just be, you know, in my notes or in a, in, a, in a little journal, just just writing things. You know, for first I thought I was, you know, making songs. You know what I mean? Then I realized I'm really, I actually kind of like poetry. You know, I didn't really realize until I think it was a slam competition that was going through my school one time. Mm -hmm. And I was in high school. And I had answered, my teacher believed in me. You know, my <laughs> it was one of those teachers where I had some beef with low key. Me and the teacher didn't really like each other all the time. But she heard my poem and she put all that beef to the side. Said, hey, you got a little something going on here, man. Yeah. You know, so I had into that slam. Didn't do real too good. So I kind of just like, you know what? I'm kind of over it. I didn't pick it back up until college. Mm -hmm. And I will honestly say this for the record. I got into poetry again to impress a girl. I did. I did. I, I, <laughs> I definitely did. This girl told me she liked poetry. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I love poetry. <laughs> she took me to an open mic, and everything changed that day. It wasn't even about her no more, man. I just loved poetry, man. It just, it just put something in me. I love seeing people um, show, their true show, show their true selves on a stage. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I used to talk about in my poems, that we wear a mask sometimes because society puts one on us. You know what I mean? Who we have to be for other people, who we have to be to walk in a certain environment that other people expect us to be. Yeah. Poetry helps you break down those walls. I feel like poetry can make you vulnerable, but feel safe about it. You know? Yeah. It gives you, it gives you a certain freedom to say what you want, be as honest as you feel. And I love that about poetry, man. I do. I do. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't get a chance to express themselves. And I've always, every time someone comes up to me about problems they go through and things like that, they just feel like they have no source to, you know, be themselves. I said, man, try writing poetry. And they're always like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm like, man, anybody can literally write. I'm going to ask you to perform it. Not, not yet, at least. <laughs> I won't peer pressure you to hop on stage just yet. But just writing, man, can do so much for you. So much yeah. for the soul. Absolutely. I agree with that for sure. And that's like the perfect description of what poetry is at this point. So that's what that's, it is for me. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, I feel like this episode was amazing because oh, thank you. 
Yeah, thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, yeah, I'm just honored for you to have me on here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and feel special because you're my very first guest. So <laughs> first segment down, let's get it. Yeah, seriously. So um, uh, my episodes are usually shorter. I don't really do too much talking, you know, just, I don't know. It's, I don't really know where I'm going with this too much, but <laughs> just getting it started pretty much. But um, yeah, if you want to share your social media or anything for everyone to follow you and I can put it in the description as well. Yeah, sure. Um, on Instagram, my uh, at or my handle is J the Sage underscore J A Y T H E S A G E underscore J the Sage. Okay. Awesome. And I always put flyers about my events where I'm going to be, things like that. Every open mic I probably go to, you'll find on my page, on my story, something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So how often do you attend the events for the open mics? I try to go weekly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, you'll find me most likely somewhere in Houston, Monday through Friday, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere performing. Okay. I also have a big show coming up in March. I got the date right here, March 20th, selling tickets for that at the garage. Uh, New Poetry Area era is hosting it. So, mm-hmm. All right, awesome. So what are your plans for the future as far as your poetry goes? Like, do you plan to, I don't know, get a book published or anything of that nature? Actually, yes. I've been really, really um, dedicated to writing a book. I already kind of have some drafts written up. I would like to find a nice publisher or if anything, man, I'll just go to the library, print out, print out a bunch of pages and staple them myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll do whatever it takes. I'm going to get a book out there somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's something I'm working on. But um, I don't know how soon that's gonna how it's gonna appear. But mm -hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely. I want to say also, uh, my biggest goal right now is start getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, that's my biggest goal. But you know, everybody starts somewhere, and I'm I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah, that's good. Then, shoot, that sounds great. Well, I will definitely be keeping in touch with you and looking out for your posts so then whenever i make it to houston again i can come to your show absolutely absolutely we're gonna hit some open mics together for sure yeah that'll be great okay cool well thank you sage i'm glad to have you again Man, um, thank you too bro you're welcome so guys this is the ending of my episode for today but are you god and be sure to follow jade sage on instagram i put his uh instagram in the description as well um but yeah this was a great episode and i hope you guys tune in next week i'll have more content for you this is poetry on the go with real you have a good week